Yo, 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 you tuning in to the Notion Podcast. This your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host in the building. Jelani Evans. <laughs> yeah, what you gonna say now? I mean, shit, man. Anyways, uh, we're gonna get into it. <laughs> Hip-hop news, man. For y'all that don't know or y'all that need to, to catch up, um, 50 Cent decides to throw a microphone. I think it was like his third or fourth mic during a sound issue during his set on his uh, last lap tour. Final lap. Final lap tour in L.A. and ends up uh, injuring a lady. It was unintentional. Uh, allegedly, she was not in a uh, in the proper zone. <laughs> My nigga. My nigga. Unintentional? Well, all right. Unintentional? So look, what happened was... Final lap tour, right? He was performing. He was having technical difficulties with the mic, right? He said they handed him several different mics that was not working. Mm-hmm. So out of frustration, he threw the mic at his crew in the production area. Okay. Oh. So he was she trying was to hit somebody there. else in the head. And so he wasn't trying to necessarily hit anybody in the head at all. He was throwing it out of frustration at the production crew because you would think that they would have these type of things taken care of beforehand <laughs> or at least be able to rectify the issue in a timely fashion, right? And right. apparently, the I guess it was like a, the host or whatever was in the area that she shouldn't have been in I guess you could say uh-huh. and so she got hit in the forehead and suffered a laceration to the forehead and had to go to my the nigga. hospital and whatnot. my nigga fuck all that that nigga threw that motherfucker did you see that shit uh-huh. I don't give a fuck what he was a t- he threw that motherfucker like he was hurting trying to hurt somebody my nigga he I mean, probably was trying to hit somebody <laughs> in the production crew. Like I mean, yeah, that's that, what I, I, I don't. I doubt she was the target though. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't think. Man. I don't think she was the target. And it's like you know, I think I better get that pocketbook ready. I think this that I don't be, think she was the target, but I do think that you do got a whole. You got to take some accountability because regardless of why you're mad about what's going on in production, all I know is like let's just say I'm trying to get in entertainment, right? And I'm taking this, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Internship. And I'm standing in that area and I get hit with a mic and I'm maybe I'm learning on the job with a mentor and I get hit with a mic because something ain't going right. I'm going to have a problem. In the forehead. Though. I'm going to have, a, I don't care where I get I'm going to have a check. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to have a I'm check. I'm going to have a problem and I'm going to have a check. So yeah, good correction. Is he? But, um, I do, I I do want to dismiss the narrative that he meant to hit the lady because that that has a tendency to escalate when you hear stories or whatever. There's two things that I that I do want to I want to. I mean, I just kind of nigga, whoever you meant to hit, you hit somebody. Uh huh. I I nigga, you you tried to hit me then, nigga. That's how I feel. (laughs) What I mean, you shoot if if you you shoot a bullet. And yeah. it missed whoever you was trying to hit, and you hit me. I'm be like, oh man, that nigga wasn't trying to really hit me. Yeah, fuck that. A bullet is, is different than a man, mic, though. And the thing about it, though, is like, not to it's, me. It's, if if you're trying to hit somebody on your production crew, all right, that's I'm not gonna say that's cool, but at <laughs> least <laughs> you're saying all right. But at least you're trying to. It's somebody that works for you, right? It's yeah. somebody that fumbled. That's somebody that dropped the ball. Wasn't yeah. doing what they're supposed to do. So if you're throwing it at the production crew to show a sign of frustration, it's to your employees, right? Not saying that is the right thing to do. <laughs> we just. But as opposed, that as opposed to hitting somebody who doesn't work for you versus somebody who does work for you, right? Well, well, the account, like I You're said, wrong both. Yeah, ways. the accountability. He already know he can't throw like that. 
So that's my thing. You know, you last time you was on the baseball field, <laughs> we knew what you <laughs> you yeah. couldn't throw. I do remember that meme. You don't where say it says like, all the all the uh, all the people that chose dope dealing over uh sports. over sports and could nobody I, threw across the plate. Nigga didn't ask, could I get closer or nothing? He was just <laughs> I'm gonna just throw it from Randy Johnson's range. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, but it seems like that's a thing as far as in a lot of these live performances. Because the mic throwing? Well, no, not the mic throwing, but there being technical difficulties. Um, Little Wayne <laughs> ran into the same issue too. He was opening for uh, Beyonce, and it was in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he was having uh, his issue was mic latency. It was delayed. Yeah, his mic was delayed. Yeah, he had a you know what I'm saying the thing about it though his energy was totally different. He was like he's like hold on wait 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 y'all got a delay I got to work with the delay. All right, and he attempted to operate with the delay. And he mm-hmm. seemed to have a certain uh, level of patience and was lighthearted about the situation. He didn't seem to get frustrated or throw any mics or you know what I'm saying give an attitude or anything of that nature. On the same breath, it's also kind of different. It's like all right, there's a delay. In the mic, I'm gonna work with it versus like, hey, oh, that mic's not working here. Try this mic. Oh, that mic's not working. Mm-hmm. Try this mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Try this mic. It's like, bro, how many times y'all go, how many mics y'all got to even have to have me in a position to have to try this mic, try yeah. that mic? Like, after a certain, like, it's like he could have been showing patience, but yo, after the seventh mic, you're yeah, resorting to the violence. seventh mic. That was just like he chose, he woke up and chose violence. That you know, <laughs> I don't think he chose it, he was moved to it, though. <laughs> I think that. From what I look at now, I do know that Little Wayne probably learned his lesson because early, was it earlier this year, or maybe last year, he had some engineering issues in a performance where he ended up just walking off the stage. These performers gonna learn their goddamn lesson. You know what I'm saying? And they so somebody gonna get a fat enough check. Well, yeah, I mean that that that's that happens. I mean they 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 get people get sued for less to be real, but I do know that. Um, with the way Little Wayne handled it is the way you should handle. You should handle it with some decorum. You're an entertainer, you know what I'm saying. And people are paying a lot of money, and and I mean it's the same thing. Not to go too off, too far off topic. It's the same thing with the Cardi B situation a while back, yeah. where somebody threw ice on her. When you know what I'm saying? Look, throw my a mic recently too. Yeah, look, yeah, my, that's my, that's what I'm saying. She threw something at the enough, she she threw something at the audience, but. What yeah, I heard, I DJ. what I heard was the the clip that I actually seen was she told people to throw water on her, and she was on one side of the stage when she did that, and then when she went over to the other side, somebody hit her <laughs> with some water and some ice. My turn. So they said, "Yeah, we need you to cool all the way off." And she got mad and she threw something. But here's the thing: she hit the wrong person. Say that's my that's the thing I'm saying. Your aim ain't that good to precisely hit nobody in a crowd like that. Mm-hmm. So. Either you gonna go up to the person that did it, uh-huh. or you need to relax because at the end of the day, you just gonna hit somebody else who gonna get mad, sue your ass, and then you out of pocket. I just don't know what happened in just getting security to get the person out of there. Because in every in every scenario, even the scenario I mean, where you got like for with fifty, he ended up hitting somebody, you know, who he wasn't intending on hitting, and number two, who wasn't in the standing, who was in the wrong zone. Why? What's up with the organization of what's going on? What's up with your sound engineers? What's up with you making sure spaces are clear? What's up with you making sure that um, that the the equipment is working? And then most importantly, from what I've seen in the past, when people perform and there's a technical difficulty, they get the hell off stage. Yeah. Why are you standing on stage? Mic check, mic check. You don't have to be on stage yeah, for that. because I think you're getting paid still. I feel like, uh, 
like you like what you're saying that there's a certain amount of accountability that should go to the production yeah and the venue mm-hmm. because on the same breath like look at the people you named these ain't like no local artists you said Wayne opening up at the Renaissance World Tour for Beyonce mm-hmm. and then 50 Cent on his final lap tour you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like these are actual celebrities that are known so for them to have those type of issues first of all who's who's skimping on the money on the production side like who who's, <laughs> who's going to get the stuff from Guitar Center right yeah. who's getting the faulty wiring you know what I'm saying who's ordering the pieces off I of mean, Craigslist you see, like you, you know what I'm saying I was at first I was like that argument sounds crazy obviously not checking their reviews on Amazon they did go <laughs> To yeah. the Titanic and a PVC pipe. Yeah. So, and yeah. Pl- with PlayStation controller. Uh, yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. No, no, no. It was a GameStop version. <laughs> Of the the crazy bro, this nigga got the aftermarket like he couldn't afford it. Like he was trying to save dollars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they cut call and for expensive as expensive as these tours are. Those billionaires, billionaires though. So that's what. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, stop skimping, man. Is yeah, as expensive as people pay for for all this stuff and to have because I mentioned the malfunction issue with Lil Wayne opening, but Beyonce had an issue too. Where she came out and nobody heard her and she gracefully walked back off stage. So this is a pattern of like issues happening. You got to remember these concerts just to get in the nosebleeds are extremely expensive. So it's like, how is this happening? I think to me, we just getting a lot of um, information overload because this has happened this is we're dealing with electronics. This shit is gonna happen. They doing these tours. I yeah. mean, they're not showing us every city that they go into is fucking up with the electron the yeah. that shit. It's like one event yeah. and it's not working that day. They're not showing us like the progression of the whole tour and then saying like there's technical difficulties every city and every stop. I do believe that there could be more issues depending on the venue. You do make a point because I know for for Beyonce's tour, she's doing a lot of stadiums. She's trying to get his she trying to get all her coin versus doing an arena that's designed and set up to have that kind of situation. You know what I mean? Because I've seen uh, most of the times when I go to and when I've went to an arena to see a performance, the sound quality is actually amazing on top of it going as planned. The acoustics. But yeah, but when you go to a, a stadium where you have to work around things, you have to create a section there's people that can miss a step there's people that can um or maybe sound check went well and then you looked over something during sound checking and it don't go well when you go live you know what i mean but either way there's got to be more decorum yeah yeah there's got to be there's got to be some more professionalism like we just throwing mics and doing shit that had no there was no cause for physicality because like if we went to a show and one of y'all got hit with a mic i'm gonna celebrate I'm going to look out for you, but I'm going to celebrate because I know we're getting paid. Yeah. That look like a nice check. <laughs> I know we're getting paid. She got the little Uzi thing going on. Like, it, he smacked her in her shit right here. Yeah. Like, in her pineal gland. Like, okay. that was even crazier. Like, how you hit the black woman in her pineal gland? Mm. Man, they got to do a better job protecting <laughs> black women, man. They got to do a better job, man. Nah, she finna get a nice check, bro. No, I think, I do think overall, I think, I think he's going, I think he's going to be more apologetic about it and I think he's going to take care of her. I do. I don't, I don't see any way around that. It better be nice because we're going to go to court. He might not have to. 
Might not have to. He might. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see it happening because I don't see him making. A, I don't see him making. I know he's a villain in hip hop. Yeah, but in I business, I don't see him operating like I'm gonna try to move around. I it. mean, she filed a report and everything. They're saying he's a suspect in a criminal felony battery. So I mean, if she drops the charges and they can come, that's what I mean. Man, he's gonna. Then, you know, the team is gonna reach out yeah. and be like, "Listen, how much you think she need?" How much, whatever she want to ask for, that makes sense. I know, but what's a good number? A, a good one. <laughs> Let's see, public embarrassment, um, medical, a uh, little bit of trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much I'm, does that cost? I'm, and then I got to pay my attorney, too. How much trauma costs? I'm a, I got to <laughs> pay my attorney, too. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I, I need, like, at least 800000 minimum. That's a nice flush one she got. Too. Eight eight hundred thousand minimum. We don't know how it's gonna heal. Yeah. I need about eight hundred thousand minimum. That's the other part she can say is that it's gonna be it's right here and that type. You know, depending on how it needs to be. You know how stuff, strict you know how strict California is, right? Like they're about that that court drama. I learned in um, I was taking a CPR class once, and I learned that here in California, and this is kind of off topic, but it just shows you how strict we are. Uh, if a if a toddler were to get attacked by a dog, right, and they get like scratches all over their face, whatever the case is, however they were attacked, and then the family sues, that toddler can grow up to eighteen and, and sue, sue that again. person again. Mm-hmm. Here in California. And what's the logic behind that? Because they have to, they are oh, not because able. Because they didn't represent themselves. Yeah, they didn't the represent original. themselves when they were that kids. So, yeah. so now it's like, look, yeah. I yes. look how I look. Yes. I look crazy. I've the been getting made fun of my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, the family is suing you because you injured their child. The mm-hmm. child now can sue you because they can you speak. Themselves. Yeah, they can speak. They can yeah. speak for that themselves makes, now. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So it's like sense. you really do gotta you gotta be careful how you maneuver out here. When yeah. people, a lot of times people come out here, they do whatever they do. You know, it's like it's a little bit different. So you might, I don't know, you might, might want to check in. That's <laughs> for real. Um, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. I don't know how much you guys tune into them, but I've <laughs> tuned into them for a couple years. I remember when they only had like a couple hundred thousand followers, and now they've blown up. They've interviewed huge guests. They've made a lot of money. They have courses. Mm-hmm. They started out regular people you know one was a teacher one was getting into uh trying to get into finance and they've grown mm-hmm. um they decided to hold an invest fest yeah and yeah. they they usually do well as far as numbers and stuff like that but there was some complaints mm-hmm. about this invest fest uh they had some big names that were confusing to me for an investment what steve harvey yeah steve harvey uh diddy who was three hours late the ticket prices is what threw me off too. All right, so let's 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 start from each point. You said the guest speakers. Yeah, so Steve the guest Harvey, speakers, Steve Harvey, Diddy, it was somebody else. Too. Diddy, uh, I think I think I seen Ja Rule performing. Nah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the Earnest Leisure Invest Fest, right? It was. We don't want to talk about weekend. Ja Rule being that investment. <laughs> it was um, over the weekend, videos. right? August twenty uh, fifth to August twenty seventh. Right. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Let me mm-hmm. see your notes. Here. No, nah, mind your business. You should have took notes. <laughs> no. Nah. So, uh, I did my research. Okay, then go ahead. No, I'm gonna wait for you. <laughs> I was done. I was just saying when it happened. No, I just I did August my 25th, research. Three twenty-seven. You it did the crazy. homework and took the notes. Go ahead, man. Tell the class. 
Go ahead, man. Oh, okay. Thought y'all was ready. I thought, you know, you did your research. Let's start with the tickets, though. All right. $300 for general admission. Mm. Where are we sitting? In the nosebleeds, I promise you. 300 Did they even have an upper area to be nosebleeds? What's the venue? Um, I don't know. Uh-huh. It was you had to buy a ticket to get the address. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to invest. To what's the to what's that place. app? The is it the Evite app? Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Was it on there? I don't know, but that's what it sounded like because that's one thing I did not hear that's, with all of the research is where the event was actually at. So what's crazy to me is that uh, the next tier up it went from three hundred to eighteen hundred. Yeah, that was a jump. Like that's a fifteen hundred dollar jump, bro. For the VIP, Friday night VIP. So there was no range on the tickets. Friday night, nah, well, Friday night, night Friday night VIP, right? And that includes a music performance, uh, fireside chats. I'd be open bar, food, and special merch. Special merch, yeah. All right, and plus VIP sitting for the main stage on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. Um, there was there wasn't a lot of specifics when you go through the tiers. The next tier up was five bands, five thousand. I want to talk about that five bands. Why then, why we charge five bands for certain stuff? Too fast. <laughs> and then from the no, we, we gotta get it all out. We gotta I get agree. it all out. For all right, all right. The five thousand, you get all the above from the fifteen thousand, right? Plus you get a front row seating, center stage, Saturday and Sunday, right? The VIP platinum skybox access. With food and bev included, autograph memorabilia. They didn't say from who. Uh huh. And then uh, you get meet and greet with earn your leisure. Oh, okay. At least you get me. Hey, concerts. You don't get meet and greet. Yeah, you, you get do. to greet these niggas. For yeah, man. So okay. and wait, there's still another tier. Right. So from the five thousand, we jump up. Was that eight thousand to thirteen? It's thirteen thousand. That last tier. <laughs> That last tier is thirteen thousand, right? Uh-huh. And you get all of the above that I mentioned from the five thousand to fifteen, right? The t-shirt, and uh, <laughs> you get lifetime VIP access, which wasn't disclosed. I don't really know. What I want to know how that worked, but and, yeah, go ahead. And then of course VIP scene for mainstay Saturday and Sunday, which if I'm not mistaken, you get with the fifteen hundred. But hey, right. that's how they broke it down. That's how they, and I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I'm not gonna front. Why would I want to meet? Earn your leisure. Are we gonna have a sit down and a conversation That's about what, some things, or do I just get like to shake their hands and get a picture? Saying, because up, they're not they're not celebrities, right? <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're celebrities. It, it, no, I mean, yeah, like they're not. They I'm agreeing with you. Like, yeah, they're not. They're I don't. I don't. I don't believe them to be celebrities. They're they. they well, run a the podcast, way in which they're they, now kind of being presented, like how mm-hmm. they're operating. I'm how be, they see themselves. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna All be. Right, so what? Hold on. We didn't do our research. Did you Did you write down in your notes the definition of celebrity? No, nah, I shouldn't have to. Let's, we got to do the research. Then pull up the uh, definition. I'm not pulling up the definition of, of a celebrity <laughs> because a celebrity, in my opinion, is somebody that's in some form of entertainment that is recognizable by the masses. By the masses. Also, entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. And entertainment. I wouldn't... Okay, for Someone example... Someone else would be famous. Um, so a celebrity, they're celebrity. They're famous. Yeah, the celebrity. They're celebrity, but they're in a form of. Inter- I would, I would classify a celebrity as somebody that's in entertainment. There's people that are popular. There's people that are known. There's because there's people that are popular and known that are not entertainers, right? Yeah. Bernie Sanders is not an entertainer. 
And he's, he's popular. He's famous. He's famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's had, there's some notoriety there. Okay, I know Bernie okay. Sanders better than I know Ernie Leisure. I don't know none of their names. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know I, none I, of their names. I've, I've known of them. Because I know where they exist. Yeah. For, for I mean, for the few years that I've known about them is because they were somehow connected to the Joe Budden podcast. So I'm a frequent listener. So I, I, he's constantly talking. Yeah, he's talked to them on on that platform. But I've learned about them because a friend of mine that I talked about investing with was like, hey, you should check these brothers out. And for the most part, when I do watch their episodes, I, I kind of cherry pick what I want to watch, and I do get some information that I that I like. Well, that's but how you have to go about it, and we're not saying that what they do isn't beneficial, and you can't learn anything from it. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. We're, we're definitely we're not definitely saying that. We're definitely just kind of focusing in on this whole. No, we finna cook this invest fest. That's what we finna do. No, this has this ain't a personal issue. All right, let's but we get cook to it. it. We finna cook this invest fest. We gonna, to we'll it. talk about this. Let's talk about. Okay, it. so for starters, they are straight high as a kite when it comes to the prices yeah, all right and then when we go to the greet the meet and greet no no i no, would no, think no, you just skipped the prices man you gotta say what you feel i'm just asking. i'm not stopping you it's 300 dollars for the general yeah election. okay so where everybody's just just everybody's just sitting in the same like yeah so general admission means good luck all right, so get there when you can. Get there when you can, and hopefully right, there are seats right, available. All right, and then eighteen hundred was the next tier. Yeah, that's so, VIP. Yeah, I never. Uh, uh, for the record, I never trust and believe in VIP no, with I mean, anything that I pay. I don't care if the price is forty dollars or four thousand dollars. I don't trust VIP just from personal experiences from eighteen to yeah, thirty. I did okay? that shit at Soul Bloom last year. Yeah, how, how did it go? How did it go? I exactly. Won't, I won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> he got a swag bag. <laughs> Honestly, the access was the best part about it. But yeah. other than that, I won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Put him at it's, the front it's, of the it's line. It's highway robbery. It's highway robbery. <laughs> so for you guys that are listening, when you guys pay VIP, for you guys that's paid VIP for you concert goers, you guys going to Renaissance and all that stuff, let me know how much you felt like VIP when you left. That was the first time I ever did it. Yeah, I've only, I've only, no, I've done VIP yeah. twice. One time I paid, somebody paid for me, and either way, the money was wasted. Yeah, I VIP. never do VIP, <laughs> I, but because if it, it, it feels like a scam when you look at what's included in VIP, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nothing is really worth the you cost f- of what it is that you're paying. Yeah, you're like, say, if you, say, yeah. If you go, say you go to a club and you spend like you know, oh, two fifty for VIP plus a bottle of whoopie whoop whoop. There's not a bottle that y'all serving that's Damn. worth two hundred dollars. Exactly, niggas. Are Go straight to Costco's right. and get about fifteen. I go to Total Wine. <laughs> right, that's, a shorter trip, better numbers. You gotta check the. You, you gotta compare saying? the prices like, though. I'm sometimes on certain weekends, better numbers. I'm still doing better numbers. Yeah, you're doing regardless. better numbers regardless. Uh, but then at two fifty three hundred, they telling you to get into the club. And I've never the, bought a booth. I've never bought bro, a table at any event. VIP for for you and six people. Like six, me and six people, bro. I got three friends. <laughs> hey, you your man? Nah, nah. You remember we did VIP one time like, for your what? man's birthday. We did VIP. You know what? We actually did VIP think, for my birthday. Know, was you, was you it was there? for my birthday too, for my thirtieth. Remember I that? I say who, but you know what you. Oh yeah, one yeah, of yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Look, I remember. We and, and they, this is my first time at VIP, so they got they like, oh, you get the bottle, we all pitch in, mm-hmm. and the the nigga came around and they poured. Everybody a little drink So I'm Sip my drink mm-hmm. I go to get some more and That's it's like, it that was- <laughs> That's it 
when you know how certain. you drink shit too fast and you be like, oh damn, let me go get some more. Like, no sir, nah, that's it. The bar's over there. Man, yeah, nigga. Hope you brought your wallet. Bring your wallet to VIP. They got hella juice. You want some juice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's always hella juice left. You see what it is? There's always, there's always hella juice left. Pineapple. What you need? You get all the juice. You want? You are getting juice on the rocks after that. God. Yeah. That's right. really why they be fighting in the club because they ain't get their money's worth. Nah, that's <laughs> really be. So, so the so prices. Dollar bottle of juice. You yeah. sipping right there? Yeah. That's it. So the, so the prices, all right, we can all agree the prices are retarded. Out of pocket. Yes, yeah, disrespectful. And okay. the thing about it is like, how you, you doing go, this in a recession? How you go from 300 to 18? That's a jump. And then from 18 to 5. That's a jump. Like, ain't no... Like when you say autograph memorabilia, I better get an autograph for everybody that's there. No, nah, y'all niggas Harvey, was Rule, P. Diddy, everybody needs to give me. That's a what I feel like. That's what I feel like they were paying for. And give yeah, me y'all that. Funded they the were, they were they were paying for the Steve Harvey. Y'all invested in the, in the event. Yeah, that's who y'all was paying for. Y'all you don't know what's crazy though. In and the then like and then and so in the festivities, <laughs> there were a lot of investors who said they feel like. That was the worst investment they've made. Yeah. Going to InvestFest. Yeah. It wasn't an investment. Like, this whole thing, they say there's going to be all type of stuff. As soon as they start talking about parties or uh, concerts and things of that nature, you should already know. So, tell I, me, I what, just, what, what what was the makeup of the event? What, what I saw on the... Um, keywords are fest. Was... It looked yeah. like um, when it wasn't them, seminar. Yeah, you know a hiring fair when you go to like a hiring fair and it's like hella companies around. That's what it looked like from the little video I saw. So I don't know the extent. The way that the, the menu, the way that the venues were set up with like the food and then like different. Well, the one foods. the video that we trying to, we gonna get to eventually. I couldn't about, get to. Yeah, I couldn't well, really get too much part. clarity because all the money being thrown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I, that looked like a, <laughs> that looked like a hiring fair to me. Yeah, so, it definitely looked like a scene and paid in full the with the money. What was going on? Um, the fest part the fest part to me because you made a good point anything with fest in it it's meant for entertainment at that point it's celebration I think it would have been more of a treat if they never named that Steve Harvey and Diddy were going to be there and then, then when they brought them out because that's what a lot of people then people would have been like yo we did this we got through this we learned some stuff yeah. and Diddy showed up and yeah. but, Steve Harvey but showed but up that's how they got people to buy tickets mm-hmm. because you see so because they're not like, really paying attention yeah. I, I feel like people who went who paid to go mm-hmm. they weren't really paying attention because it's like Diddy's gonna be there Steve Harvey's gonna be there and then like my instant questions would have been what are they going to be talking about that's going to be value or beneficial to me to help me gain some type of Nothing. financial stability or learn books, how to already? better mm-hmm. invest? Mm-hmm. Don't go read their book. At Barnes & Noble, like they, the, you can go to Barnes mm-hmm. & Noble, get one of their books. You can do a lot of other things other than go and watching them. I, 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 just, don't, I don't see man. what the value of them for being me, there was. It, no, you're right. Because for me, right, if I'm going, if I want to go see comedy and let's just say Steve Harvey's hosting it, that would make sense. Diddy throws on concerts. That's going to make sense. But if I want to learn how to make money and invest money, the names are probably going to be, um, and, I, and I say this with air quotes, a little boring for entertainment. I mean, but, but they're going to be, but they're going to be people that specialize in that field. And then if you want to throw some entertainment in that, 
that's fine. They they were selling dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, what they were selling dreams because you you watch the podcast, you go to the YouTube channel, you see all these different things where they're giving advice and talking about how to invest, invest in stock market, all the things you paying attention to, look out for, how to do X, Y, and Z. Like, yo, we're gonna have an invest invest fest, like invest fest. Mm -hmm. So invest, that's the beginning. Like invest, right? So you think it's gonna be pertaining to a lot of investments, people you can link with, network ways to up your your financial understanding. Investing, what to look out for, right? Maybe a couple of uh, specified seminars where you have certain names come out and discuss things from, you know, people from Wall Street, possibly, mm-hmm. or people who are are heavy in the stock market or Bitcoin or whatever it may be right. that have the. Um, Portfolio to show that they are valid to be there to give you information and to give you gain, right, uh-huh. on how to invest and how to make moves from a financial standpoint. Instead, they brought out celebrities who are known because of how they have made moves and they've grown from what their talents are. Steve Harvey with the comedy and the talk shows now and, you know what I'm saying, Family Feud and, and we already know P. Diddy with the music and everything. And yeah, they've all made good financial moves, but are these people that you really want to listen to from an investing standpoint? Like, what knowledge do they have? Because at the end of the day, they have teams to help them. They have teams that take care of that stuff to where all they got to do is pay the bill. So... So yeah, when you I, say yeah. P Diddy and Steve Harvey, and then you say Ja Rule's performing. You know, <laughs> he didn't get love in his own city. I'm not no, absolutely. Not. When when's the last album he dropped? Like it just yeah, it's, none it's, of it, none, none of the none of the lineup made up sense or made sense. And I heard a couple people that were supposed to be there didn't show up. That were like um, that specialized in investing and things of that nature. Because they probably found but out. What I was gonna say. And I'll, and I'll, I'll start out for myself. If you're going to bring entertainers in there, I'm pretty sure there's people that you guys watch or listen to that started out in one lane and then ended up inheriting another skill like investing in finance, right? And so one of the things that I think about is there's two people that come to mind when I think about started out in music and is fully focused on investing. Chameleonaire, Slim Thug. Those are people that have built homes and you know, com- you know, small communities. I mean, even whether people like them or not, even Lil Boosie started building like small streets and areas and properties for people to live at. Those are people that can that are actually doing it and done it where it would have made sense for them to be there and explain who inspired them. How did they do it? What direction they went? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that I mean, for you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys know people like that. But that would have made more sense to me, and I probably could have still brought out enough people to pay for that stuff, and and they would have actually learned something from them because they're actually doing it versus somebody that is making the majority of their money based off what they're doing outside of investing. They're and still they hosting. Say things. some stuff that you've heard them say on a different interview or YouTube channel or like post that something that they mentioned in the book. Mm-hmm. Talked about in the book, mm-hmm. so you basically paid this money to get finesse and listen to people kind of repeat themselves without giving you anything that really add value to what it is you're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean, from the sound from the sound of it. That's why I'm asking. Like, what I, I really well, not obviously we ain't gonna know, but like, what was the makeup of the actual invest fest? Because to me, yeah, festival sounds like something that would be like entertaining but it could also be be the type of event so are there different like 
It was misleading. You know, different events. Are we doing workshops? Yeah. Like Jelani was saying, um, that would be something that I would be willing to participate in if, you know, it seemed fruitful, but... I went to something... like they was just doing some um, have fun. I went to something last year that was... I wouldn't say it was an invest fest, but it was more about getting understanding and help and knowledge for your business uh-huh. last year. There were some things that could have been done better and executed better and there was also some scenarios that they that was out of their control but I learned something and they had and they had what you said they had workshops um they tried to throw some people in there you know uh to kind of bring people out mainly older people they brought uh Lenny Williams out there who I got a chance to meet and he was cool whatever but they did have people that specialized in certain fields. They had some people that are in the industry that, you know, are on the road and tell you how to do things with your music, which gave me some game on what I wanted to do with my catalog. Mm -hmm. But then you had a guy that specialized in, um, uh, business. It was like business, uh, like LLC insurance and licensing and stuff like that. And there were some women in there that had their own businesses that wanted to know the ins and outs. Those are the kind of things I would expect at an invest fest how do you invest what is well how do you speak the language how do you know um how do you invest in things that haven't went public yet because that's a possibility you can't do that that's what most of these celebrities and entertainers do that get they in never the, tell you when they in, in their the interviews getting on the ground floor before yeah. it goes public right you never hear i'm gonna just keep it real you never hear like a steve harvey or, or a diddy tell you that you never hear them say yo i have an investment firm that goes around and invests into businesses that are um, building capital and everything and building up finances before it goes public on a stock market. But that's what they do. But we have to go dig and read and and, and, and click on the wrong link a hundred times until we find the right information. But like that's what the fest is for. Like, so you don't have to right. skim what's, through all what's that protocol. Right. How do you become a venture investor? What do you look for? You yeah. Know what I'm saying? How do you operate? Are there circles you should be? You know, yeah. there's a lot of different questions and information you could have asked or been looking for that you would expect at an invest fest. And it doesn't sound like it was about any of that. And you want to know something crazy? Ja Rule is a great person to be there for that to tell you what not to do when it comes to investing oh he could have been like let me tell you what you Fire shouldn't festival. do yeah yeah don't do that because you could have he could have been like look I mean I'm, let me address the elephant in the room y'all <laughs> but, but to be real you don't really <laughs> I appreciate that I, I feel like there's some I feel like a lot of times you don't hear people get on stage and talk about their huge failures which you can ultimately get a lot of credit for that you can learn from that you can learn a lot from people's failures that's why you you know like paying attention to a lot of people because i know you do i do mm-hmm. i know you do you get an understanding of things that you shouldn't do and things you should be wary of and how not to follow right. certain individuals footsteps because of the hiccups the downfalls and the failures that they had yeah doing things a certain way so yeah. i mean like yeah if you see somebody who has had a large you know what i'm saying amount of money that they invested and it went left and they tell you what happened and they give you the rundown so you're like oh, okay so you missed that red flag and i should be wary of this and then next time i should be and if it doesn't line up like this then I can have that understanding already without actually going through it because I paid attention to how you dropped the ball right yeah that's big that'd be great you you would think but stop rapping them old songs what happened (laughs) 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 I don't uh I don't think that these people pay for an invest fest at all I think they pay for a concert well you know somebody made a uh 
post and they were talking about you paid this money because you wanted to be in a room with certain people. You wanted to be around certain people right. and be able to kind of like socialize with certain individuals and say, I was here, I did this, I did that, instead of actually looking to learn and gain a certain level of information and knowledge. Yeah, and I mean, I hope it was worth it. Straight up. But um, the meet and greet, yeah, I'm triggered by that. It's how much for the meet and greet? Uh, you had to pay, was uh, it? 5000 was it five? I thought it was the 18. No, 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 no. 18, you're not meeting nobody, bro. Wow. 18, you just get to sit close to the stage <laughs> on Friday. You get to on, get closer on, to on the bullshit. Friday. Only on Friday. Not all weekend. <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> right? And then they said, they said you get VIP seating for the main stage on Saturday and Sunday. But now they also said that for the 5,013. So it's almost like there was tiers of VIP seating for Saturday and Sunday. So if you pay 13 on Saturday and Sunday, you up front. If you pay now 13,000, if you pay 1,800 on Saturday and Sunday, you in VIP, but you at the back of the VIP sitting right in front of general admission. <laughs> so wait a minute, this so you might as well should have got a motherfucking general admission. Get your no, ass there early. It makes sense. I want to be on the other side. Nah, of that. It, it, <laughs> hey, it does make sense though because the eighteen hundred, right? That's the V, right? The oh. five thousand is the I, and the thirteen thousand is the P. Uh, so if you want all three letters, you got to pay the thirteen thousand. Sheesh. See, we wasn't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Is that what the periods between the letters mean? I yeah. That was yeah. No, that's a that's, that's a stopping a point. That's where that's your that's your um that's jurisdiction. What you doing in that's here, bro? You know what I'm saying? That's why if they look at their tickets, the people that pay 18, they probably just say a big V on it, and then they say IP very little. You know what I mean? You gotta get all capital letters, and then you good in there. That meet, Not for <laughs> but that meet and greet is crazy because I would think that if I'm somebody that's really that starstruck, I'm gonna want to meet Diddy and Steve Harvey before I meet um, the host of, of thirteen thousand, bro. That's a that's a four cylinder vehicle. I'm <laughs> <laughs> what? It's nah. a good Tesla down payment. It's oh, you said eighteen thousand or eighteen hundred. 1800. 1800. Yeah, that's right. the 13,000. 13,000 was. Yeah, if you talk about 18,000, you're talking about Beyonce tickets. So 13 racks for the VR, for the, for the, for everything. Yeah. For everything. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that's your ticket to get in. That's not like, you know how when you pay a large lump sum, you get, that's including the hotel and the rental. No breakfast. No, no, you didn't. didn't say nothing about food. Nah, they said honey roasted Lifetime cashews, VIP grapes. Access. They said food sandwiches. and bev is included, but they didn't food say what type of bev. food and bev. Yeah. Hold on, nigga. They didn't say what they type of food and bev. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that. They had, nah, they had a charcuterie nah, board right now. about to make me mad. With hella mini bottle water. That's about to make me mad, my nigga. <laughs> nigga said bev when I paid 18000 nigga. <laughs> nah, nah, not eighteen. Nah, nigga, 13. I pay eighteen thousand. I want the 1800? whole. Eighteen hundred. Say beverage. Eighteen hundred. So, no, wait, wait, wait. Because with the eighteen hundred, it says Friday night VIP event, which includes musical performance, fireside chats, open bar, food. Bev is and a pre-poured drink. March. Special merch. Bev is a pre-poured drink. Five thousand. It says VIP platinum sky box access where food and oh, so you can get a sky box. Yeah, with the five thousand. And then if you pay the thirteen thousand, you get access to I all mean, of that and lifetime VIP it's a access. Charcuterie board yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah some sausage smokies. <laughs> charcuterie. You get charcuterie. You get sausage. Smokies. It's a charcuterie board, man. And a bowl of Cheez Its. Yeah. 
Yeah, but look, the bowl that you, everybody got, they got the little individual bowl. You got to pick it up. Yeah, it's five in them, and then you got to keep going. Yeah, you got to keep going back. It's like endless shrimp. It's so where the like, drinks at? The water coolers in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I buy cheeses. I got kids. And, uh, I know ten of them make up about one box of cheese. <laughs> and we making and we making financial decisions. So save your cup if yeah, you're going back to... for more water. We not yeah. just giving or out no. cups. Make sure you use. Make sure you use your cup out your gift bag. To refill your drinks it, That's if you got The special merch If you didn't Then you know um, I want to I would like hands. to know If there's anybody uh-huh. Listening to this That paid I want to know What the special merch was In your merch bag A nigga got A, a, a lanyard <laughs> A sticker A t-shirt and like he a couple a of like pamphlets and shit. Says, oh yeah, I was there and they got earning leisure put on the front. And one of them little sticky magnet things. Yeah, you yeah, put on your refrigerator <laughs> and a bumper sticker. And vest vest bumper sticker. I was there. I was at Invest Fest 2023 bumper sticker. No, no, no. I invested in Invest no, no, no. Invest Fest alumni. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Oh, Invest yeah. Fest alumni. You paid too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's hella niggas with Invest Fest bumper stickers. And they pulling, pulling up with all kind of different cars and shit. Yeah. You could tell who really. Yeah, who really paid. Yeah. That's when you get out at the same time to be like, I see you. I see you, bruh. Oh, you got the gold bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> You got the gold bumper sticker. Hey, my man paid the 13000 Look, he got the gold the bumper platinum. sticker. 13 is platinum, platinum. sir. Oh, platinum. yeah, that's right. Five yeah, we, got, we can't disrespect. Yeah. It's gold. And then, you know, the top one is black. <laughs> that's the one. The 18000 that's black. 1800 No, oh. but eight, what's the... No, that's the highest. The highest is 13000 13000 that's Yeah, the, the, um, yeah the people that paid the uh, the 1800 I think that they... I think they got like a bronze. Uh, and then sticker. they got like one of them little Jose Cuervo tequila little yeah. things you get at the liquor store. Yeah. You see all the wine out drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. I want them in the bag too. Yeah, for sure. It's the 1800 one. And they had Cuervo pass them out. <laughs> that was Darian Cooper. You guys, that was not me, Harold. Yo, Williams. So, <laughs> this shouldn't take too long. Dr. Umar and Sukiyana, man. Is, was that good? Was that a good idea or a bad idea? Because he said. What's the extent of this relationship? It's not. I See, I don't know if it's a real relationship, but I know how they got connected because they were happy. He's been. Dr. Umar, he's been. You know, he's been you. blaming. Us brothers, we've talked about this for the behavior of the sisters, right? And I don't know. Oh, I think Sukiana had made a comment about him that she wanted to throw it at him, and he re- and somebody asked him in an interview about it, and he said, "You know, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon." And no, but he said that you know he would he would like to sit down with her and see about her changing her image and the type of you know, music that she's putting out there and things of those nature. So it was because more... Because it couldn't be aligned with somebody who Yeah, was, that's been doing stuff like that. Smut. And they met. They met and they talked and she resumed to what she was doing. Dr. Umar is like... So I just want to know. His, 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 his jersey is up there in the Raptors now. Yeah. The way he spun that little web of deceit. Yeah. It's our fault. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. The pain, the frustration that our sisters go through, that's our fault. 
You know, we only been here 30-something years, but we did that. Did that Martin Luther King, uh, Marcus Garvey, Frederick Douglass Baptist? Yo, you butchered that school. I'm, it's 15 names. My man named every activist. The Benjamin, the- that's the name of his Benjamin Banneker, Forrest Gump. Forrest our- Whitaker. Where are we doing? Yo, he's... <laughs> It is the it is the Frederick Douglass uh-huh. Marcus Garvey Academy of Art and Sciences. Yeah, and math. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Holy time. <laughs> hopefully, but he did he did have a location, and he explained why mm-hmm. it took so long. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know any students mm-hmm. that attend there. Okay. But I do know that he did show the location. He did say it's been vandalized a couple times and show some videos of that. Yo, him and your man Jay Morrison. We gonna get there. That's we gonna get there. But I just I mean we pretty much covered it. I in my opinion, I don't think that was a good move with Umar and the whole Sakiana thing. I think you gotta stay in your own business. You know Umar don't care about his image like that. Yeah, of course he does. Come on, man. Of course he does. Why wouldn't he care? Why would you say something like that? Why do you think he doesn't care about his image? Umar got the same haircut my son had when he was seven years old. That's a haircut, man. You can't say he don't care about his image. His, you know, okay, fine. Maybe he don't care about his image, mate, but he does care about his reputation, right? No? I'm just don't think so? Shit. Don't nah, know. he doesn't. Don't think so? <laughs> he does it. No, I think Brad Wildin. I just wanted it. I just wanted it. I think he wild. I was really following Umar for a minute. Yeah, because he really he knows how to captivate people and be like, "Yo, I'm really with ah, this." Like back in the early 2010s. That's what I'm saying. That's when I. That's and when I first learned he about. Started wildin. Yeah. Out. Maybe because he, maybe the powers at B were holding him back, and that is a mental stress on him to where he snapped and he started going different directions. I do agree with some things he says, but it just don't add up when he say those things. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. It just don't add up, and different. the reason why we're having this conversation is because once again, this is the challenge we have. As a culture, because contradictions, yeah, we have contradictions. But where, from where I'm standing, it's like there are people that genuinely want to see something happen, and they don't either have the finances or the popularity. Mm-hmm. And the people that have the finances or the popularity or both get in that position and do either nothing with it or hurt the culture more. Or add to the stigma. Honestly, I I don't know. I think it's most so far right now. Our batting average is horrible. Yeah, most add to the stigma. You know what I'm saying? We have a horrible. A lot of good. And and, and it's it's messed up because I have to say we to a certain degree because I'm in the culture, but I didn't contribute to that BS that you know has been perpetuated. It's hard not to. It's hard. To fuck with like Kendrick, J. Cole, and them. But. No, it's not. No, no, what I'm saying. Yeah, I was, and, where are you going? No, I listen to both. It's, it's hard to like them and then hear some shit like Sexy Red and and them. And that one time it just hit hard. And you're like, damn, that shit kind of hard. So, 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 so basically, your your interpretation is it's hard to be about this, but then at the same time, 
you're kind of interested in the ignorance. Yeah. I get that. Because it's all part of our culture. So there are things that, like, we want to walk a fine... I think it's very difficult to walk that fine line. As you can see, that your, your boy Martin was out here wilding. Right. You, let's talk about it. So what do you think? You think that... You think that once you get an image of who you are, then it does damage to you overall once you have a label because you have to make all of your decisions based off your image? Yes. But you create your own image to a certain degree, right? Yeah. So if you create... To a certain degree, you yeah, create your yeah, own yeah, image. To a certain degree. So, yeah, with yeah, that yeah. being said, if you get labeled behind an image that you created, it shouldn't be no issue to stay in your own lane. Okay, so but, let's, but staying. But what if that is part of his lane? Like, what if he like getting over? Sometimes you know, some some people just ride swear. one lane that every time they get on the freeway, they stay in that same lane. Some it's just like sometimes I'm trying to go fast. But, that, but that's the thing about it. Like, if you create an image, then it's associated with a specific lane because of the image. So okay, then, you see what I'm saying? It's like when I see motherfuckers driving a Mustang and he going slow as fuck. Uh-huh. I get irritated. Like why are you going slow? You see, right? You see somebody in the charger, right? Yes. You're like, bro, I'm, why are you going? Why are you going slow? <laughs> because like that's not you didn't get the car and for that. Oh my fucking! You didn't, get, you didn't get the car for that, right? Yeah. You didn't get the car to just cruise and go to speed limit, right? Yeah. So if you create a certain image for yourself, then it shouldn't be an issue for you to stay in your lane. Sure. The issues come when you do things that are contradictory to your lane, right? So with that being said, with everything that Dr. Umar has talked about and how he has painted this picture for him to be doing anything other than trying to mentor Sukiyana from a distance right he shouldn't yeah. even be that close yeah. for, because at the end of the day they did meet and then after they meet what does she do next thing you know she pops up in a video dancing oh, in a man. bikini doom, 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 whatever doom, she doom, doom, so doom, I mean like is she is she even taking him serious or was it a of course not so it was a publicity stunt for her at his expense it was right? was a publicity stunt for both of them for sure okay so then why was it a publicity stunt for him because you got to understand the controversy behind how Dr. Umar talks about black women versus how men hold black women accountable. And so when they're arguing with men that hold black, when they, when, when a lot of sisters argue with men that hold black women accountable, like Kevin Samuels, one of the first things they want to do is give Dr. Umar an example of how you should be dealing with the sisters. But really he's pandering. Yeah. Cause really that was a pander to his black woman audience but all ultimately the person who it does the most damage to is, is going to be him it's never going to damage her as most because her image is like at this bar mm-hmm. and for her to be with anybody that's above that bar regardless of whom it is it's mm-hmm. going to just make her look better either way so you that can't one break that her down one anymore. meeting or those two pictures or whatever it was create mm-hmm. two different stories depending on which side we're talking about yeah. see if you're looking at Sugiyana like maybe she's trying to do better maybe she's trying to align herself yeah. with somebody right. or ooh look her, she, right? she, she and then she with him. Dr. Umar you like why would he even like give her an audience with how she operates and the things she talks about and the things she do is so for Dr. Umar it's like his stock goes down while hers goes up right yeah. to who her audience his audience. I would because say her, I would say his I, say, I would say his stock goes down with the men, but goes up with women, because you have to look at the you have to look at the argument that we. Here's the quiet argument that everybody has. So but, a lot of people say, that's crazy. no matter how a woman acts or what a woman does, you still treat her with a certain level of respect. So here you have Umar taking her in, right? 
trying to work with her showing showing everybody no matter what she does this is still my sister and i'm gonna do all this for her despite what image she's created what negativity she may put out what ignorance she may perpetuate i'm still gonna put her on the pedestal regardless and y'all need to do the same too and there's a lot of women that are gonna agree with that because a lot of women love umar he he predominantly targets the female audience as far as in the changes that need to happen on our culture you can tell because when he sat down with those guys from daily wrap-up crew and said that it's men's fault that women operate the way that our women operate the way that they do i mean that that what, what else do you need <laughs> what else do you need so his stock will go up yeah, as far as in as far as in women now for the fellas yeah we sitting back like yeah all right bruh we see what's going on I didn't care either way. Yeah, I didn't, he was I at didn't the care Panda Express drive through menu. <laughs> I was just like, mm, more more shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's definitely more shenanigans. And uh and it, it ain't a good look to me personally. I'm like, whatever, dog. You <laughs> you like it, I hate it. Um <laughs> Jay Morris, Morrison versus the Tulsa Investments. Uh, or uh, um Investors, Tulsa real estate. Well, I was saying the investors, the investors be, of Tulsa. Yeah, the investors of Tulsa, Tulsa, right. because uh, it, it, it seems like there's been some crazy. <laughs> I can't even say allegations because they just look like straight facts. Yeah, they, there's definitely a lot of facts. But before we get into the facts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, and get to the facts, Jelani. Before we get into them, just want a background because I can't assume everybody knows. Oh yeah, that's true. You that's true. That's true. So Jay Morrison, Jermaine. Jay Morrison, we gonna give his real name, Jermaine. Mm-hmm. Like, never mind. Um, <laughs> he's the CEO and the CFO of the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Mm-hmm. The Tulsa Real Estate Fund is a fifty million dollar regulation A plus tier two real estate crowd fund that finances urban development around the world, but primarily in the U.S. And Jay Morrison is supposed to be like a real estate developer, celebrity realtor, author, TV personality, entrepreneur, and social activist. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's what the information I didn't know he's a social I looked activist. him up. Right? Yeah, he marched with uh, my son and then one time. One time. He, uh, I've seen a picture of him. Both of those. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just some background, right? Candace Owens and my son. That's some, that's some background on this. So, like, we can get into the facts. Okay, what are the facts? Um, Or your facts. Your, your facts. Your notes that you... That, that, that stood out Well, wilding. That's the fact. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. So, basically, the real estate fund, um, it's on the verge of bankruptcy. Yes. There's over 15,000 investors. Right. Uh, the Facebook group closed on what, January of yep. 2022? January 2022, uh, so nobody can talk. As of June 30th, <laughs> 2022, the fund uh, had $1.48 million in cash down from the original $11 million. Mm-hmm. The eleven million, uh, from a real estate standpoint, is only worth three point twenty nine million. Now that's seventy uh, percent less, or seven point eight million less, right? Yeah. We move forward to August, where we're at now, twenty twenty three. The fund has likely has less than five hundred thousand left. That's crazy. The fund only has four point two in real estate assets. Uh huh. So what he's which saying, is only thirty nine percent of the original 
11 million. So How many investors is it? Um, it over 15,000. 15,000 15, investors. And the one who came up with that, all the information, he, he, he was the top investor, I think. Yeah, he, he started out with, he's the highest investor, $40,000 he invested into it. That's wild. And um, it was interesting because I remember, and I, and, I, and, and, I, and I didn't, I forgot this happened until I seen videos about it. But um, when he first invested, you know, Jay Morris, it was like, yeah, man, my brother right here, King, you know, this, you know, he, you know, highest investor and this, that and the third. And, you know, what made you believe and all this other, and it, everything was, was, was peachy. Right. And then when this same brother that invested into the fund started calling certain things out and wasn't getting answers and decided to go public, which I'm not a huge fan of taking private things public but this isn't a private matter this is affecting the public right and he decided to put it out there and then now you know he, from what he said he was blocked by uh jay morrison jay morrison blocks people that calls him out by the way because i've heard several people say that he was blocked they were blocked and then the other thing is jay morrison did a video in response and said yeah you know you you used to be my brother and this that and the other i'm like man what's next a this a diss track because getting away with this well oh go ahead <laughs> go ahead he's finessing is how yeah no nah, but what so uh jay jermaine morrison he is he said that the sec which is securities and exchange commission and the doj department of justice investigated the fund mm. in the first six months and had no findings yeah, in the first, first six months yeah mm. everything he months. did like it was after the yeah, uh, he mis yeah he misappropriated funds after the investigation and vi violating his fiduciary duty to the investors by uh buying a personal residence mass through anonymous llc's and then would he like transfer them to himself right and yeah. then refinancing his own investment properties and having certain fees and penalties forgiven. Mm -hmm. so, so his, so basically he his LLCs agreed to forgive him. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing all this with funding from the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Yeah. So hold on, you can and then, forgive and, then, and then, <laughs> yeah. the investors. That's a legal forgiven. term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you hear it all the time. Like, you know, like a lot of the college students, yeah. they got debt forgiveness and stuff. So sometimes businesses will forgive, you know, yeah. kind of like how they get forgiven. You, yeah. You try you know, to like forgive the somebody. Like, you know, when you play Monopoly and you're like, hey, man, want to give me like two. <laughs> Can you forgive? But, but, it's your, but, it's, but it's the other person sitting right there, like, they got to cross your hotels and pay. And you just letting another motherfucker, you just forgiving niggas. I'm gonna forgive you, Jelani, but Poe, you gotta pay. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's whatever some oranges sick or tomatoes you got, that's pay up. Some sick shit. Yeah, in the herbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he. That's so his shit. his multiple LLCs forgave him. I mean, there was Background even a background dealings. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Things that you see in in uh, the Wall Street. He what what it sounds like is he studied our counterparts' decisions and tried to like. Um, perfect <laughs> the illegal mismanagement things that were going on. Go do that to them, but he, but he 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 stuck his hand too deep in the pockets. Well, yeah, he go do that to them. Yeah, I mean, and then he's like reporting million dollar losses for the fund, and you know, it's like, oh, well. Then there's also what well, the other thing that I, mean, I I feel bad that I for, I'm keep forgetting the brother's name that was uh providing all the documents. I did not get his info, but he um another thing that he said was he wanted 
because there's supposed to be a, a a public meeting, not a town hall. A town hall meeting, which should have been just a investors meeting, on the fifth. And so he made a list of demands of everything that needs to be available for the investors. And so one of the things he brought up that I thought was interesting is he wanted to see what the the staff was getting paid that was working for the fund because he had seen in some documents where um, he was paying some consultation fees and that was to his wife's business. So we want to know how much that is. You see what I'm saying? So every so the fund, it's like all the money that all the investors are putting in, they're funding it. And then he's funneling it. He's funneling it. You know what I mean? He's used all these LLCs, all these businesses him and his wife have. You know, okay, well, I'm going I'm to pay, pay my wife the consultation fee, uh, $500,000. I'm just throwing a number out there. Right. $500,000 to consult with, with us on what we should be doing with the rest of the money. <laughs> taking the investor's money and saying that his wife is going to consult. That's just one. That's just one yeah, of the yeah, expenses. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the wife is doing the consultation, so he's paying... Paying it's in, you're paying inside your house, you know, and then there was another scenario where they were talking about um, how the fund had a certain amount of acreage, but in fact, um, it's next to the land that he owns, and the the fund actually has less acreage than what he owns because he posted a, a Instagram photo um, holding his daughter, saying, you know, when your daughter's backyard is 25 acres, and apparently it was reported that the acres that the fund owned was 30. So that would mean he has 25 acres and the fund only has five acres and they're right next to each other. So, yeah. And then you say, what, then you say what the general marketing administrative line items yeah. were not itemized. Yeah. And that's 1.4 million crazy. spent and it grew over 53%. So it's just like, there's a lot of uh, question marks a lot of questions, a lot of question marks, a lot of uh, discrepancies and and where the money is being allocated, what's being itemized and what's being left out and how these losses are coming into play. Yeah. He still continues to be uh, gaining financial growth and leverage and acreage and, you know what I'm saying, all these different things is, is wild. And, the, and the, uh, Jay Morrison, you're a piece of shit, my nigga. Yeah. Say it. Say it. That's yeah. wild. You know what's crazy is when I first heard about this fund, I talked to my boy Huss, and I was like, "Hey man, what do you think about investing into it?" And uh, <laughs> he was like, "I don't know, dog." He said, "I'm gonna be honest." Um, he said, "I'm not. I, I'll. I want to see what it does in the next amount of years." But one of the things that is a turnoff to me is his background because he's my boy is one of those people where he looks at who's behind something so he could be real critical about it. And at first I used to give him pushback and then it made sense. You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't about that debate. It's just, for example, I remember having a conversation with him about things like this, like, yo, you know, we need more people to come together. I said, why don't we have these entertainers, you know, for example, like a ice cube or a Jay-Z or this, that, and the other. And he was like, listen to what you just said to me. He said, a person named Jay-Z and a person named ice cube to come, help fix right. when there's people out there that don't, we don't even know that are way more successful financially is who we need to get on our side but those people have their, their T's crossed and their, dot, and their I's dotted you know what I mean and so when I thought about it I was like yeah so I wouldn't want a whole bunch of entertainers on top of this I wouldn't want somebody that has a sketchy background in finances possibly behind something like this. I want somebody that's been doing it for 
15, 20, 30 years, dedicated, has a clean track record. And we have this habit in our culture of because he, the, the brother that invested into it, he said, you know, I believe in second chances and giving people a chance. And, you know, that's my fault. And that's, you know, so I invested into it thinking it was going to be well because he's invested in other crowd funds that are still doing well today. I ain't going to lie. Red flag for me. Doing research and I seen CEO and CFO. Of something that had that big of financial movement, like there's that much money involved, that was a red flag for me. I mean, red flag for me was the name of the damn company. Tulsa? The Tulsa, like, Jay Morrison ain't from Oklahoma. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm confused. <laughs> Why he ain't called it the Baltimore? <laughs> Like the wire or something or some shit like that. <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing is because that does make sense. My nigga, he is not from Oklahoma. Right. That does make sense and and it's actually clever when you think about it because it's like yeah, I'm gonna entice I'm gonna entice the people because we all know the history of Tulsa. Why would we not want to yeah, see exactly. that again? But it's like, yeah, yeah I'm not them niggas from but yeah, me being from SAC, I'm not gonna call something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, the you know, the rebuild of black New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not like, gonna do where? that. that <laughs> <laughs> really? You can call our shit the, the resurgence of the Harlem Renaissance. Over yeah, there. like yeah, that don't even make sense. Downtown Sack, find us there every third Saturday. Let's do it. <laughs> That's wild. Yo, this is one of those things where again. Like the pattern of like when when you talk about like the Jay Morrisons, when you talk about the Umars, the Ernie Leisure, there's probably some people that are that really have good intentions. And there's some people that probably have really good ideas. But this is like a highlight of like, yo, when you when you hear the conversation of like why we are having a hard time. We know that, yeah, there are things systematically. We know that, yeah, you could probably work a job and you are the the goat at your job, but you keep getting passed up for obvious reasons. But there's just as biggest problems in our culture. That's just with us that we have to be more firm about. And I do believe that the people that a lot of the people that invested into this did it blindly. They did not read the. They did not read the fine print. Yeah. This is a good reason why we should allocate money for attorneys, even if those attorneys are just reading the contract back to you in a language that you can understand. Because then we won't find ourselves in this position, and I know that sucks because attorneys are not cheap. But maybe we need to get more people in school to be attorneys so we understand just like what we're voting for. If if you've ever voted, sometimes they word it in a way where you vote for something that you don't want to vote for. You, you know what? Yeah, yes on uh, no on eight. It's yeah, crazy because like before and that's even, strategic. Before even getting to that, like the the contract part and investing, like you said, background work. Yeah, figuring out who these individuals yeah, are who are in those true. chairman seats who are higher up their backgrounds. Like what. Do your homework, man. Yeah. Because how did they get into this position, right? Yeah, that's what real. Knowledge do they have? What background do they have? How long have they been dealing with investing, financing? Have they had any hiccups? Right? Is there any red tape, red flags? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, what have you accomplished prior? Your portfolio yeah. to put you in this position for me to be comfortable with giving you my hard earned money that we're investing, right? Right. 
and I need to see a return like every six months to a year and not so much a return on my investment but I mean like I need to see proof of progress yeah you see you understand what I'm saying like I need to know that things are moving in the right direction and things are going according to plan because it, bro it sounds like this went left and it's been going left for like two years and now all of a sudden it's like yo we went from 11 million to three we gotta do something <laughs> what happened when it dropped down about two or three mil right? yeah when you went from 11 to eight Right There should have been Some issues Right That's a lot of money Just to be like Go missing Like yeah well We're still working it out Nah It sounds like It's not working at all One of the reasons Why I'm trying to Hold back my laugh Is because There are certain Things that just Let you know Like here we go again Black folks Just some black shit We keep doing A Facebook group man We're gonna shut down A Facebook group My guy group, said man. I'm, yeah, I'm turning in. comments off So uh, Like <laughs> do you really think do you do you really think Fidelity you know BlackRock who owns damn near everything in this country E-Trade e you think they got a Facebook group I'm look right now look, look you know we, we went down you know we're down 50% we're down some points what we need you guys to do yes. even though we're a billion dollar company we need you to go to the Facebook check, group check right the now Facebook page. That's <laughs> what's gonna be and it's like that right there is just that's a red flag within itself I gotta go to Facebook I gotta get on the Facebook group there being a Facebook page <laughs> is the red flag instead of an actual website where you can log in with the username yeah this is E-Trade they have a Facebook page okay mm -hmm. but look, it looks like E-Trade's page yeah, go it don't, to, um, it don't go look like to a, the Tulsa. It don't look like it, a group. A, yeah, go it, to it's the a page. It's a page. It ain't no group, man. It's not a group. Ain't, ain't That's no. what I'm saying. A group Tulsa. is like there's a moderator. And yeah, somebody. yeah. Ain't no, ain't no Tulsa. <laughs> they shut it down, man. Somebody has to yeah. approve your comments. Yeah, yeah the administrator. Nah, you're not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Move this member. He getting the fights. Oh, man, he putting all these. Hey, where he get these documents from? A block him. That is calls up. Those are red flags for me. Yeah. The fact that there is a Facebook most, group that is just... Nah, it, most funds and things like that, you have a username where you can shit. log into an actual website and app and then you get all the information and you know when you're really successful, you even have like a chat bot or you have staff that's responding to chats Monday through Friday, you know, at certain times, Eastern, um, Pacific. Standard time. Yeah, standard time. And so I'm like, uh... Yep. But we got a we got a Facebook group. Yep. That got shut down, by the way. Yeah. Not by Facebook. No, I got shut down when things start getting shady. You like, yeah. yo, I'm finna move this ten minutes. All of a sudden, <laughs> now look, somebody typing in all of a sudden it's, that no, no longer comments found. Thing. It's like, what do you mean? Uh-huh. Maybe I typed it wrong. Uh, the page. Maybe they maybe they went to IG. Let me go check the IG. That is insane. Ah, oh, they on TikTok now. Let me go check there. <laughs> you making it rain. Yeah, I, I found y'all. That's crazy. That was probably him at the Vest Fest making it rain. You think? No, I don't think he outside. I don't think he outside. No, can't show his face. <laughs> He's very distinctive. You can, see, you can tell him from a mile away. Yeah, oh, Jay Morrison? Yeah. Yeah, like a frog. It's crazy, though, because, like, now, and see, that's what I'm saying. So now that it's at its worst, right? Yeah. The investors want the fun to cease operations. Liquidate all assets and return to investors twenty percent of the initial investment before it is so zero percent. Do you want to know some red flags that I seen? I just wasn't sure if they are red flags because of how it was presented. 
a few and I, I actually witnessed this myself like in real time a couple years ago I was on Clubhouse and they were talking about the the Tulsa um, crowdfund and Jay Morris's wife was in the room going back and forth with some people and I think at the time she was pregnant and she was going back and forth with somebody and then Tony the Closer mm. came into the room and was talking reckless. He was talking, I'm going to be real, like he was talking real reckless to the wife, but he was talking reckless like he was hot and it was because he had invested some money with Jay Morris and about, uh, it wasn't even really just the crowdfund. I think it was like an event that he was putting on and never got his bread back. I don't know. Tony the Closer start if he if it if if he make one more investment <laughs> that goes back and he and he gets on there and he start talking about an investment he made with a celebrity that went bad. I'm gonna sue him. <laughs> Just about the third or fourth celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And my, th- you know what? And I and I we already talked about this. But I'm going to bring it up again. I do not understand when you are dealing with thousands of dollars that you are investing into something. The thing that I feel like, just my opinion, my belief, when people get online because they got their money took, I feel like it was a handshake instead of a contract. Because because if you have a contract, I'm not worried at all. If we have a contract and you don't fulfill that contract, I'm not. I am not turning my phone on and just how many of y'all in the room? Yeah, right. let me get started. Let's get the likes let's up. Let's get the likes up. Share this. Yeah, share this, man. Hit the bell so yeah. you get the notifications. Yeah. Yeah, be smooth. We yeah, we getting that bread, man. You hear me? You, yeah, feel, you feel me? Yo, okay. we not going to start until we get 1,500 <laughs> likes, y'all. Yo, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to call my lawyer and I'm just going to say it didn't happen. What do we need to do next? And I'm going to get my money. So to all of the black entertainers, to all of the black people affluent, if you, you got money, I don't know how somebody when I'm talking about myself right now has to tell you who probably got less money than you to go get a lawyer and make sure there's a contract. Make sure you do it in front of a notary and do your business like that. I mean, if you want to emulate the, the, our counterparts so much, well, that's what they do. They get contracts. That's why none of them are getting online. Like, we be getting online looking ignorant. Looking crazy. Looking crazy. Get a, sign a contract. Get a lawyer. It's that simple. And, that, and, and, and as far as the, the Tulsa crowdfund, we got to educate ourselves better. Like, financial literacy is so important, man. It really why is, is important. Why is Tony the closer? Like, he ain't been closing the <laughs> Right, I'm just, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, you finna burn your garden, man. <laughs> just, I was just, I, never mind. Close that. Nah, because man. Yeah, we we leaving. We leaving. We leaving. I'm not even. Nope. <laughs> Yo, I'm flabbergasted. Yo, man, get your lawyers, man. Yeah, read your totally books. Insane. Read the contracts. Yo, before you buy these $30,000 tickets, man, to these uh, water park parties, make sure you read the fine print and find out what you are getting. Let us know what you think. 
Leave your comments. Leave your information. If you, if Jay Morrison has taken money from you, leave something in the comment section, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. This your boy Dizzy D Spill. You've been tuning in to the Notion Podcast here with my co-host Jelani Evans, Farmer Poe. You already know what to do. Leave likes, turn the notifications on, subscribe, and tune in. Until next time, peace. And so, yo, my guy pulled up in silk powder blue pajamas, bro. <laughs> like, Prada shoes.